Another episode of Headphones Neil Reviews, and the first episode in the October 2022 slate of horror movie reviews. So I wanted to start off this month's reviews with a film that I've seen before I generally like, is very good in my opinion, um, not or mostly because it avoids a lot of the corniness of the era, and they did a lot more visually than I would have expected from a movie of the era. And in this case, it's going to be the 1931 version of Dracula. This is the film starring Bela Lugosi. Um, overall, it's getting a critic score of 94% and 82% with the audience on Rotten Tomatoes. So very well reviewed. And I want to say going into it, my main memory of it, of course, was a very good performance of Bela Lugosi. But that John Harker's performance was a little bit too over the top and out of place for the film but going into it now when you're watching it you do get that overall sense of doom not doom but uneasiness I guess it's not necessarily as much as um, what you get these days with films with jump scares and um, that uneasy feeling but for the time it actually did a very good shot you have the you have a Reinfeld at the beginning talking to some of the local people and the villagers and learning about their customs and traditions and their general superstitions and folklore, not believing it and still going up to Dracula's castle anyways. So one of the two side performances that are not Bela Lugosi that stand out are of course Reinfeld where you see his transition albeit a little bit quickly from a mild-mannered, happy-go-lucky lawyer um, serving the paperwork for the purchase of Carfax Abbey for Dracula into his servant, um, not necessarily going one way or, or the other. He does promise da Dracula that he'll serve him faithfully, but then when he gets locked up in the mental institution, he starts telling them the stories and all of that, so... Um, that was very well done. Um, Dracula's performance of staring at characters to show that he's reading their thoughts, controlling them telepathically was very well done. So going into it the first time, they spend as almost as much time developing verbal and audio clues as they do not having any of that stuff. So um, you have moments where there's no music no sound effects or anything like that and conversation takes over but the music as well is equally important along with the silence of for example when Reinfeld is in Dracula's castle when Dracula is talking to Van Helsing and all of that so definitely a wor movie worth watching for all of that the second best um, character in the movie I want to say is definitely or definitely goes to Van Helsing because of his methodical approach his kind of out-of-the-box thinking 
and while he is a doctor he also presents his his additional bits of information to say that why couldn't these things be possible that just because people don't believe in it does not make it false so that this comes particularly of note when he is talking to John Harker but also when he's talking to you know the other doctors and um, like in the surgery operating room and all of that so I thought that was all very well done and I like his scientific approach to everything so especially when he sees that Dracula does not have his reflection in the mirror that he wants to test out this theory he says that he hopes he's wrong and wants to test it out anyways to prove his theory so I thought all of that was very well done um where um they build up they have a good balance of all of these different visual cues so um granted you would think so things like the bats flying in the air were probably you know someone holding a piece of paper in the darkness or something to make it flap was good um they use kind of visual or um communication tools to talk about how there's a large wolf-like animal running away rather than showing it so Things like that would probably have been added into the film or included in the film with CGI to show that transition of Dracula into a wolf or in, even into the bat and um, moving around and all of that. But because they're all human, they showed those parts and communicated the rest that they couldn't show to the audience so you know what is going on. So overall, it is a very good film worth watching. The only thing that was kind of a weird downside was how abruptly the film ends so when you're watching the film and then at the end um john harker asks if van helsing's gonna come outside with them and go home he says no he's gonna stay back a minute and then john harker and i think his wife was mina um go up the stairs and they leave and then the end and film done so i'm kind of curious or it would have been an interesting thing to see if they or it would have been one of those things now i suppose where um if that was the end of the film they would have probably transitioned into title cards at the end to say like dracula or uh, van helsing went on to confirm the death of dracula and um was called upon to check on other strange sightings around the globe or something like that or there would have been him giving a lecture or something to do talk about that same thing but it was just a weird ending it was abrupt it was done it was concise so that kind of takes you it just kind of a weird feeling because you do have usually have like a progressive sign out from a film so as things are ending um they end over the course of a thing and then you have the credits at the end um particularly in this case the credits are all up in the front you have a small pass they give you the characters names with the actor so you know who the key players are and then they jump into the film and take it from there so that's all there is for this review so if you are a horror fan dracula fan classic movies or anything like that then i definitely recommend giving dracula 1931 a watch um just because it is a good for me it was a good film it's only about an hour and 15 or an hour and 25 minutes long so not a long film they cover all the bases they need to um it's easy to follow easy to get through um and definitely worth watching i was trying to see if there might have been a colorized version of the film but i haven't seen that as of yet there were a few people trying to do it so they do add color or it's, like if you go on youtube and search for dracula 1931 in color then 
Um, you can see a few people trying to um, um, do that um, conversion into color, but nothing progressive as of yet. So it would be nice to see the whole film in color. And also upscaled into 4K, assuming that there is enough of the original film to do so. So um, that's neither here nor there. The film itself holds up. It is in black and white and definitely worth watching. So that's all there is for this particular review. So if you have any questions, comments, feedback, or anything like that, you can comment on this post on Twitter at PatelN01. The website is headphonesneal.reviews for past episodes, subscription links, supporting the show, and all of that good stuff. Um, so with that, as far as upcoming content, um, look out for a review of my gameplay through of Doom Zero, which is a mod for the original and the sequel Doom games. So Doom 1 and Doom 2. Um, I'm playing it on the Doom 1 platform. I guess it's a little bit different between the two games, but I wanted to try out Doom Zero to see what they did reading online. They have very little information about the plot, but they retextured a lot of stuff so it looks a lot better of a game and they push the limits of the platform to its limit from what I read but um, basically the two things that stand out are that there is um, improved texture so everything looks sharper and cleaner less slightly less pixelated so um, that's pretty nifty there it is um, still a game of its time but um, it does look cleaner and the other thing they do is in the Doom 1 version they are able to add the double barrel shotgun so I thought that was pretty nifty so um, I'm playing through the game. I've gotten through, I want to say about two-thirds of the game. I'm on like level 24 or 25 now. So I'm actually probably like 80 or 90% of the way through the game. I think there's like 30 levels. I've met and I've gone through the initial meeting of the primary boss. So for those of you who have not played it, I'm not going to spoil it as of yet, but the final review will have that um, reveal and um I'm waiting to see how that all plays in together and how if this story ties into the rest of the games. Um, otherwise, as far as follow-up film reviews and TV show reviews, um, I am going to be catching up on The Walking Dead's final episodes. I don't know if I'm going to do a week-by-week episode review or just a final um, season and series review, but I'm kind of leaning towards that latter part to get a complete story for uh, what I... Um, took out from the series, what liked, disliked, and all of that. Um, as far as upcoming reviews, uh, look out for the next couple that are scheduled are Horror of Dracula, Nosferatu, the original one from like 1920 or 1922 or something like that, and Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Um, and then I'll, once those reviews are done or over the course of the coming weeks, I will have uh, an update of any of the other film reviews that I will be doing. But that is all for this particular review. Thanks for tuning in, and until next time.